we are uh, affiliated with the independent zone of Rojava in northern Syria. Um, what? No, we not. What the fuck is that? It's a, it's a, it's a, well, it's a libertarian socialist sort of commune. In, I see. And in, 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 they're not as bad as they sound. They um, do sound very bad. <laughs> what? The, how? You're not selling me. How are they bad? They say, like, you should look. You, uh, uh, like, obviously, the, you know, like in terms of like political experiments, they're actually quite good. Um. Oh, sorry. Hang on. You, sorry. Your way of introducing me to this group of people is you, is you sort of. You, I, I'd like to state for the record that I have no idea who this group of people is. You might be making yeah, this it's, up. It's, this might be from a comic book. For I'm a not. I'm not. It's like that episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia where Frank um, sells his uh, weird cola to Boko Haram and like, tries to like, <laughs> become like, their press manager. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, Dad. You're not, you're not, you're not endearing me yeah, to but this they're not, group of people. Yeah, they're not Boko Haram. They're like sort of... Like, like, it's like anarchism. So it's sort of right. left-wing uh, libertarianism is what they believe in. They're like a direct democracy. Okay, and have they done any horrific things in their country? I don't know. I just know that. Oh, okay. So I'm. Um, that's we're not affiliated with them. Okay, it was a joke. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to have to Google them after the episode. Yeah, I'll discover some horrific war crimes. Then we're, done, and I'll be like, oh fuck. Yeah, then we're going to get this episode banned. But. You know, they're not like the government of Corto Maltese. Hey, maybe. Whoa, he bought it round. Way. Um, but before we talk about any of that, we have some bullshit to get to, don't we? We do, we do. Shall I spin the wheel? Yeah, do it. Way. Still spinning, Lewis. I know Discord doesn't like you to hear it. Here it is, it no, stopped. It uh, Love Island. One week on from the. F- That's. Yeah, that's been happening, hasn't it? Yeah, it has, and it finished last week. Um, I was watching it uh, with with my partner, and it was a mm-hmm. fucking shit show. I tell you that. Um, oh, why was it a shit show? What what happened? Well, what do you was know? There, was there slapping of any kind? Well, what Did somebody d- throw a drink in somebody else's face? No. Uh, oh, what d- well, then what's the fucking point? What What do you know about Love Island, Lewis? Um. I am aware that the premise of the show is that a bunch of strangers go to a house, yeah, and then they stay there and they all have sex with each other. Um, they they don't really have. I mean, they do like in the later episodes <laughs> when like they've let you know they're together for mm. you know a while, which in their case is I, like I, two days. Because um, I always presumed that it was like. Because I never watched Big Brother, but it was something that my parents watched when I was a kid. So sometimes I'd like catch it when I was sat in the living room reading a book or something. And I always presumed it was essentially the romance slash sex bits of Big Brother, but distilled into a show. I presumed it was essentially that. Because I've, I've, I've watched... Because one year I did um, a, a, a an advert for Uber Eats that was sort of attached to Love Island. That's right. I don't, I've forgotten what the name is for that type of advert, but I did that. And... Um, Uber Eats sponsors, please. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, and um, so I watched... No, I'm asking about... them. I'm asking what? them to sponsor us. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, but, <laughs> but yeah, I watched enough of an episode until I saw the ad spot that I was in, and then I turned it off. So I've seen 40 minutes of one episode, um, <laughs> and I know very little else. Yeah, okay, so um, like you're saying, strangers go into this island which isn't an island it's in fucking oh it's an actually an archipelago <laughs> yes yeah, i think it's yeah i think it's on a 
very big mainland. I think it might be Mallorca. I don't. Oh, okay. I don't. Is that an island? Mallorca isn't an island, is it? Mallorca isn't. isn't oh, there's, there's those Spanish is... islands off the coast of Africa. Mallorca is it one of them? Island in Spain. Yeah, uh, Mallorca is an island. Where off is the coast of Love Island filmed in the Mediterranean Sea? Well, the Mallorca the is okay. Fine, it's an island. Fuck's sake. Um, that's that's my biggest hitch gone out the window. Uh, but, but yeah, so it's um <clears throat> very uh conventionally attractive strangers go into this island, and mm-hmm. uh, they they partner up, and there's like recouplings and stuff, and you learn about them. And they, the whole point of the show is to see who will fall in love and who will win the £50,000 at the end of the show. Um, now, the reason I watch it is because I like seeing fake people become even faker in the service of fakeness, okay? Okay. Um, so the first hitch I have is the £50,000 at the end of the show, £50,000 is a lot of money. To, to it's certainly a lot of money to me. I'd mm, imagine it'd be too. a lot to of money most to most people. Really. Yeah, most people would see that as yeah, fucking hell, fifty k. But the problem is, to get on to Love Island, you already have to be semi rich and semi popular through the Instagram influencing. So right away, these people aren't really, you know ordinary people you know they're not just your average person going in to find love because that would be boring as shit for some reason um and yeah so it's it's, you know that it's bullshit when you're watching it but sometimes sometimes the people that go in are that fake and that false that the audience will then say wow how fake are they you know it's like without like it's like I'm trying. I'm trying to think of it. It's like seeing a sort of pack of murderers, and like one murderer's like more savage than the others. They're all murderers, but that guy like wore like a Norman Bates outfit when he was doing it. You know, like, right. like that sort of way. Um, yeah, and there's this bloke called Jake. Jake, I can't remember his second name, um, but he he was in it, and uh, he essentially um, faked his way nearly to the finish. And told this girl that um, he loved her when when he didn't, oh. and uh, yeah, oh, it was very, it was very dramatic, and all it did for me was make me realise, wow, there have been multiple times where other people have done that and got away with it, and everyone's acting as if it's lit. <laughs> this one hitch in an otherwise incredibly natural and organic way of of people coming together. Um, there was a woman called Faye who was okay. emotionally abusive to her partner. Um, hell. It was, While they were in the villa or, or oh, yeah. historically? Yeah, um, she, she was uh, given the, the the moniker of, yeah, she she just flies off the handle sometimes and w- was essentially like, screaming at her partner for... Um, I can't even remember what he did. It was that long ago. I think it was... Like, um, Okay, so halfway through Love Island, right, when they've eliminated off like three or four people, they have this thing called Casa Amor. Okay. Where 
all the... I'm not going to lie to you, Dan. Casa Amor sounds like a brothel. It, sh- it basically is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, all the all the guys um, are sort of taken out of the villa without the girls knowing. And are put... <laughs> what, in the middle of the night? Well, they're all... <laughs> breaking in the middle of the night. <laughs> Yeah, Take a bag over their head. The Love Island, the, the Love Island Death Squads come in, and, and <laughs> no, no. Um, so they all get texts saying, "Yeah, you're all going to Casa Amor. Pack your bags while the girls are away doing something, right?" And uh, they go to this secondary villa, right? Where like six new girls who are complete strangers come in, and it's essentially the the six girls' job to essentially steal. The guy who like, they're with from the girls at, at the original villa and then six new completely different guys come in and they try and steal the girl that it's so, so it's like you know you've been with this guy for ages let's send in a complete stranger to test you right and um basically this all is so cruel yeah so, so basically all the girls were completely faithful to their partners right and about three or four of the guys like just yeah fucked it and came back with like a completely different person, and you know so it wasn't it wasn't a very good advert for being a a, a straight guy in 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 this show because the guys that they seem to pick are just fucking arseholes you know and it's it's yeah so it's 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 very um like you're saying it's very cruel, um and I just. I liken it to a smoking addiction, this show, you know, because you watch it once, and then you're like, oh, I'll watch it again, and then you watch it again, and you watch it again, and you watch it again, and by the time you get to the end of the show, two people that you know virtually nothing about, but you think you do, because you've seen them for two days together, are competing over a 50 grand prize and you know that show uh you know that show where you can steal or share the money yeah Yeah. well that's essentially what what happens at the end of the show and it's yeah even after all that you have oh my god after all that you have to let sort of so has this person been a big fucking liar the entire time or will you share the money and keep it together or will one of you steal it and the other goes home with nothing? Or will you both steal and no one goes home with anything? And fortunately this year, uh, you know, the guy uh, didn't steal and they shared it and it's all love and all that. Um, I see. But, you know, the the ratio seems to be that they they break up within two weeks of Lit, Love oh, Island show being ending. over. Mm. Yeah, so, I, I can't say I'm surprised. Yeah, so it's it's just this weird sort of... This weird sort of coming together of incredibly vapid and shallow people and then putting them to the test with other vapid and shallow people and a vapid and shallow couple come out on top and share 50k that essentially they don't need and um, break up anyway because, you know, why the fuck not, you know? Um... So really, the entire exercise is is kind of pointless, and it brings me back to my point about like, political experiments. It would, it's like, if this was a political experiment, then it would, there wouldn't be another season of it. If you know what I mean, like right. if 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 
if Love Island was like a way a country was set up, it would have collapsed and we would have tried something else. But because it's a TV show, they keep mm. bringing it back every single year. And I would also like to add that multiple people have died because of this show. Yes, Car- I'm aware of this as well, yeah. Caroline Flack, who was the host, um, sadly committed suicide. Um, another islander committed suicide. And I, I, I think, I'm sure that there was another person... Um, and I would also like to add the Jeremy Kyle show, which was a fucking horrible, disgusting show with a horrible, disgusting host who would apparently lose his shit and, um, treat his staff like bollocks, have these weird Mm. and bewildered people who clearly have a lot of issues to deal with, bring them on, humiliate them, and then send them home with the apparent sort of... The, the, the fake sort of, yeah, we've solved it when it really hasn't been solved. And someone killed themselves because of that show and it was cancelled immediately. Mm, mm. But for some reason, this show is allowed to continue, which I'm, I'm... It's almost as though it's not about morals and it's actually about making shed loads of cash. Yeah. It's almost as though that's the entire way that TV... Oh, that isn't that insane. Absolutely. Absolutely, and it's 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 the most heterosexual show you will ever set your eyes upon. You know, right. I think I think in the past there have been um, a couple of lesbian couples in the show, but okay. there has never been um, a gay couple in the show ever mm. because you know I, I, I don't know how the ratings would do. I guess I, I have no idea, but it's yeah, just yeah. Well, I, I think I uh, I remember seeing an article that said something like. Um... We can't. I think it was a quote from like a producer or something that said we can't add LGBT plus um, sort of contestants to Love Island because they would present logistical difficulties. I think was the thing he said. And I remember thinking what? at the time, what? <laughs> what does that possibly mean? What does that even like, mean? I have no idea. Um, but it made me smile. It's like, are you straight or are you an or are you a logistical difficulty? It just I don't know. It made me chuckle at the time. Why I'm gonna ask? Why are there no gay couples in Love Island? Are you asking me? No, I'm I'm on Google. Um, <laughs> I just wanted to double check because I would have to turn around and say, Got "No fucking clue, sunshine." Fuck- you'd think it'd spice things up, wouldn't you? Fuck me, you're right. You're actually that's what he actually said. Logistical yeah. difficulty. Mm, what- and Darius has just pointed out disabled contestants are very rare as well. Yeah, that's I imagine true. so. That's true. I mean, they tried to say. Um, I think there was a there was a. A contestant this year with a with a, a disability. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, wait. I'm reading this, the reality show seems straight couples partner up is returning. Uh, the lineup, logistical difficult. What does that even mean? <laughs> In terms of gay Danny, we all know that getting bisexual people on a plane to Mallorca is physically impossible. Clearly, that is the logistical difficulty. I, I just, I, yeah, this show is garbage and it needs to be fucking cancelled. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh god, it's um, it's I mean, suddenly something, isn't it? I say that, but I'll be watching it next year. <laughs> yeah, oh god. um, I think a moral good would come about if this show was um, sort of put off the air. You know, it seems to be very sort of, it's it's. 
I get the feeling that the people that they bring into the show are like, yeah, this is, yeah, we are better than most people. And God forbid we had normal looking people with normal looking bodies on the show. I mean, rather Mm -hmm. than like this really weird, hyper idealized version of, of, of beauty. And, you Mm -hmm. know, yeah, no, because of fucking logistics, there isn't room for real people with real fucking <laughs> emotional needs that are just you know it's like I don't I don't I don't get it. Mm. The other thing I, I always think about I, I I do think about this logistical difficulties bollocks is um surely it would um I remember this is tangentially related but I'll I'll bring it back around just stick with me um uh, for a very long time you know RuPaul's Drag Race yeah. For a very long time, they didn't have any um, contestants on the show that were either assigned female at birth um, and and went on to become drag queens, or were trans women and went on to become drag queens, or or trans men and went on to become drag queens. Yeah, they they simply just didn't. And and RuPaul always was like, well, it's just you know, it's just it is what it is. You know, it's sort of. I think I remember actually now that I've said that out loud, I think he might have made some fairly horrible comments, which I can't remember well enough to quote. But yeah. It was always a thing that was sort of a, a black mark on on the, on the sort of reputation of the show, which was so so brilliantly diverse in a lot of ways. And it's like, well, can't you do a bit better? Can't you do? Can't yeah. you just go that extra couple of yards? And they just never did. No. But um, oh, I've forgotten where I was going with this. <laughs> no, I mean, it's it's. See when pe- see when people say, yeah, we don't really have sort of trans men on the show. It mm. it it just says to me. Well, I remember now. You mu- you mustn't you mustn't think that trans men are men then. You mm, know, that's mm. the that's the sort of weird feeling I get. It's like, well, why are you othering men? It's like, Precisely. It's just yeah. men that you want on the show. Why are you making it about being yeah, trans no, or not, you know? Right. Mm. But uh, what I'm trying to get round to now in the end is um I remember seeing this um I think it was a YouTuber um, who sort of does not commentary on Drag Race? That implies he watches it and talks along at the same time. But he was sort of he was uh, talking about Drag Race and he spoke and he mentioned um, personally. I think it'd be a good thing to have trans contestants on Drag Race because not only is it obviously the extra representation, but it also allows you to see more interesting interpersonal sort of conflicts and developments because you're having more interesting and more sort of what's the word? You're having just a, in terms of sheer number there will be more variables in the people that are in the room. Yeah. So even from a TV production standpoint, that's just a good thing. Yeah. Because if you have um, a Love Island house and a Love Island house 2.0, a Casa Amor, if you fill these houses with people of varying sexualities, varying everything, then that's just good from a TV point of view because it will, there's no doubt, it will result in more surprising television, which is what people watch reality TV for, is the surprise, yeah. is the suspense, is the, oh my God, would he actually say that out loud? Oh my God. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's what people watch it for. I mean, so, I, there does see seem... what I'm getting at. <laughs> I, I do, and I, and I completely agree with you, but I do think that there's a really sort of um, fundamental sort of heteronormative strain amongst reality television. Yeah, whether I it's, do agree. Yeah. Whether it's Towie or Made in Chelsea or Love Island or stuff that is mm. like I don't know I don't know exactly who it's tailored to, but see if it's tailored to young people, like that's the sort of big figures, then you could definitely like I'm just thinking like from their sort of profit greedy soulless minds now, um then you could definitely market it 
in that sort of way. But if it's like middle-aged people that watch it, I guess there's going to be less of a sort of tolerance. Yeah. To yeah. and that's that's probably why it hasn't happened. Mm, mm. Which it's is like that horrible thing that um, Moffat said about casting a female doctor. Um, it's not just for your sort of left-wing liberals; it's also for your Daily Mail readers. Yeah. So, oh well, thanks, Stephen Moffat. Yeah, it's <laughs> um, age bomber guy said. Well, thank you for uh, admitting that there's a correlation between not liking a woman as the doctor and a Daily Mail reader. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, um, Darius, you just made a good point. I hate heteronormativity; such an old-fashioned thing. It is an old-fashioned thing. It really is. Um, because I mean, well. Oh, not really. I'm, I'm about That's to, no, the it's thing. Not, I'm about to get up on on my high horse. I was just about to get onto the rant that I think you were about to get to. Um, it's not an old-fashioned thing. In ancient Rome and ancient Greece, and people didn't really give a shit about sexuality. There yeah. was there was like in ancient Rome. Um, I think ancient Rome. I might have. I always conflate the two because I'm a forgetful idiot. But it's. Um, I remember thinking there's something like um, there were even sort of uh, common parlance terms for things like being a top or a bottom and things like. Um, What's the word I'm looking for now? Um, people would just thought, "Oh, this is a, a beautiful person, regardless of their of their gender, their, yeah. their sexual orientation. This is a beautiful person that I want to be with." Yeah. Um, like there was this fascination with the human form and all its sort of complexity and everything. Absolutely. And so, being not necessarily bisexual in a in a in a modern sense, but in a more of a, I just don't really care about the gender of the person I'm having sex with. That yeah. was sort of a a, a more sort of ancient point of view of it all and um the same went for ancient romans who were by and large i think i think that was covered in the episode of doctor who you were in they briefly mentioned um something about yeah most ancient romans are bisexual yeah yeah Um, and 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 bill was seen as weird because she only likes women Mm, and they mm. were like oh okay i mean sure if that's your thing um yeah yeah and it's sort of um but then it's it's sort of with the rise of sort of bizarre sexual um stress that's the only sort yeah. of term i can think about it of sort of uh focusing in with like a laser on sort of um like puritanical lifestyles and i blame must, uh, i blame go i blame catholicism yeah, exactly. so do i it's a very catholic <laughs> very sort of um like those people from blackadder uh, where they, it comes around and they do like just raw turnip for dinner. Yeah, I've completely forgotten what what religion they're supposed to be. It's puritanical sort of Catholic, Catholic sort of nonsense. Yeah, of like no, we have to just laser focus on the things that make us happy and, and remove them to uh, to cleanse ourselves of the original sin and all that utter bollocks. Can I also say as well, in Rome, you were either a Roman or a barbarian, and they gave as much of a shit about race as they did about like eye color, like. You were either just a Roman citizen, or you were like a barbarian, like outside of Rome, which is a horrible sort of distinction to make. But like, once like Rome had like sort of mm. when you're in taken a country, it mm. wasn't well. There's white Romans, and then there's black. It's like no, it's just you're Roman, and that's like yeah. A, yeah. a sort of thing. Like it's sort of like this sort of weird sort of racist theory came along as well, like from from sort of, you know, Western philosophers, and I think that sort of also accompanied the rise of the Catholic Church. You know, it was like... But it's, like you're saying, these these things, like traditional family values, are all sort of attributed as this ancient sort of thing that has always yeah. been and always Which will is, um, be. What's like, the word? A naturalistic fallacy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like the nuclear family, for instance, is so young. It's like a couple mm. of hundred years old. Like, 
the idea that the idea that children in the Middle Ages were like, raised by a, like, two parents is ridiculous. What's it, what's that old adage? It takes a village to raise a to child. Because mm. it literally was. You would get up. You would go and like, you would help the baker, or you would go to the blacksmith. Like, it, it wasn't. Yes, now you will go to school, and then you will come home, and you will tell mum and dad about your day. Like, it's like that. Just mm. wasn't mm. how it was done. Most children were like street urchins. And shit like that, you know, unless you were like in a palace, that's where you would get that. And even then, you'd be raised by servants anyway. Yeah, so it's, it's, uh, you're completely right. It's one of my favourite things about history is that people have always been people. People have always been yeah. sort of getting up and then just doing stuff for 12 hours and then collapsing. People have always done that, regardless of your, your sort of, whether you were born royal, born a peasant. People have always just been doing stuff. That's, that's what life yeah. is. And I think it's to pretend that there's any kind of order to it is foolish in, in the highest degree. Yeah, I mean, love. I, I think Love Island is the equivalent of going to, like, you know, the zoo. It's like... <laughs> right. Like, they should get... They should, I've, I've always said this. They should get David Attenborough to narrate Love Island because it, it, <laughs> it's like human beings being brought down to their like basest instincts. Mm. And and just sort of caring about who they mate with, it's like, it's a and it's just I think it's just a bit, it's just fucked. A, yeah, fucked. The the morals of the show, the sort of aesthetics of the show, the fact that three people have been claimed by the show and the sort of whirlwind of of toxicity that comes with it. I just think, you know, if morality is to be taken seriously i think love island should probably pack its bags mm-hmm. and, I couldn't u- agree more. and uber eats should sponsor someone else like us um yeah such as us yeah but um i think i think that's all i've got to say on that um mm-hmm. stuff is just stuff just do what makes you happy stuff um, that's the do what makes you happy stuff is just stuff people are just everybody is just some person yeah like it's yeah one partner is really a human thing by society. Yeah, true. Like uh, monogamy isn't like even we can't even like take that for granted as being like a sort of incredibly um traditional thing. Mm-hmm. You know, like because everyone's fucking everyone. You know, it wasn't. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah. Uh, thanks for watching, folks, and we will see you next time. Indeed, we will. Thank you and good night. Thank you.